we have to be willing to show our community members it's safe for them to talk a bit about themselves. Talking about community uh, cultivation or whatever, and that was that was specifically related to where uh, we were talking about that in terms of like how to get the community engaged in in a Discord server or well, or I suppose a wider Absolutely. community, but. You know, yeah. it was in the context of how to foster community and help it uh, thrive, basically. Yep. So, Dina, did you want to flesh out a little bit what your your kind of concerns are or what you want to... No, I actually put this on the list based on our conversation last week of somebody said, hey, we should talk about community engagement. <laughs> So I was it, just, it might well have been, I was just well have been a, me, actually, because it was when I came up with um, the, uh, the... Or when I created my my sort of schedule of posting and one of the things that i'd got is in amongst all of the other platforms was to make sure that i was actually being very intentional about posting things into my own discord server as sort of conversation starters so although i'm you know i am posting my videos and things in there with links to them just so that it's you know that's a a potential point of conversation but actually being intentional about specific things and it's not necessarily just going in there and you know, asking random questions. Hey, where's everyone calling from? That kind of <laughs> lame conversation starter type thing. Not the where but you actually, are. Yeah, yeah. But actually going in and, you know, the, the content that I'd make videos about, actually putting some little things in there, you know, like tips about this or that, or things that could potentially then also, as well as being useful information, might also spur on a, a discussion. And I think that's where the, this sort of topic came out of as well. And any ideas around how to do that effectively and, how to uh, keep? Because uh, so, I know some Discord servers that I'm, I've I've been in that the, they go a bit quiet. You know, if the if the person running them is, <laughs> you know, or the the owner, if you like, or whatever, is not actually there as a driving force behind it as well. It just ends up that everyone kind of thinks like, well, if they're not bothered, then maybe I won't bother either. <laughs> Gosh, I've been in so many more that are such a train wreck, though. They get they have so much mismanagement and so many people. It's un yeah. it's unruly. It's unruly. It's like it's like being in a train station all day and everything. It's just rush hour all the time, and I don't I can't I can't keep up, and I don't want to. Keep yeah, up. but you get attracted to those big servers because you're interested in how they're doing it, and then you're like, ah, this is terrible. So, I I I think that that's representative of a you know, yeah, a, a, a systemic problem with those places, but. You know, what I think it's totally right that your whoever the community leader is, server owner, whatever you want to call them, they have to be super present. And one of the things that you know I tell people is that it doesn't have to take a lot of time. You don't have to be, you know, spitting out long pieces of post. And you know, one of the things, Alec, that I would actually suggest for you if you're interested. I don't know if you are, but of instead of the, <laughs> instead of the instructional type posts, like, Hey, here's a th new thing I learned, bang. And you spit it out and then people go, mm -hmm. cool. Thanks. Instead doing the question thing with the frame of mind, I have people in my server who have really valuable things to contribute. And they mm. might know something about this that I've never seen. Can I ask them a question that draws that value out of them that it, they have expertise in that we can then have a, a more full dialogue about? That's a tip that I picked up from reading a lot of material about community engagement and how to improve it. So that's something I'm going to try to do better in my own service as well, for sure, is to ask more questions that people have answers to not what kind of content yeah. do you want me to make? Cause that's like, that's just passing the buck. I hate that stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, Sorry, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> you know, I've I've heard from other mentors, you know, about you know this community thing, but this is over on Facebook. You know how I feel about Facebook. It always seemed to be disingenuous. You know, it's 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 always like you know those those questions that you know we don't want is like uh you know well what's the weather and all the other crazy stupid stuff i'm like i don't care <laughs> i want something to be meaningful i haven't yet found it, well at least on facebook i haven't yet found a situation where you know the posts which the post to be to you know to 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 evoke that where I want to really engage in it, and then I know that there are some of the other ones that you know they do like the latter post, like those really long messages. Man, you lost me after the fall. If I got the <laughs> if I got to read too much, you doing too much. Okay, we not doing that. But you know, but people, I don't know. Some folks like that, you know, where they're like they're putting like paragraphs worth of prose on there. I'm like, this is a freaking post, man. What are you doing? If I wanted to read, I'd go to a blog. I would not do that here. But, you know, I just I always found it weird, um, to, you know, in and um, in, in being a creator, trying to create those types of things in certain places. So that's why I don't do it anymore. So um, RIP my Facebook group. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's still there. It's still there. I didn't I didn't sunset it. Oh, no. You know, and and there you go. What with it, the stuff that you're listing are things that. And we are a different species. We are people who are studying this as a practice and trying to get better at it. Watching, you know, we get this information like, here are five great ways to engage your community. Boom, boom, boom. And it's all, ask, have a motivation Monday, have a Wednesday win. This is formulaic. And for us, it becomes insulting pretty quickly because we're seeing repetitive <laughs> you know, questions <laughs> like that. And we're just like, this is dumb. And that's why I think we could do so much better by looking at our community as a bunch of people who have a stuff to give us. So with my umpiring community, it's very easy because we're always trying to figure out answers to hockey scenarios. What's the best call? What's a different way of handling the situation? So it's very easy for me to, in any situation to be like, okay, um, hey, everybody, tell me what you think about this, because I'd like to hear your opinions. And my live streams are based all around that, very Q&A oriented. And that carries through in the community because of the subject matter, but maybe we can all be better at that. And I'm struggling to figure out how to do that with Discord for Creators. Because I want to have that kind of, you know, getting valuable information from the people who are in there. I just don't know what questions to ask yet. I think that's the key. I mean, Dina, you could be sitting there and asking people, oh, I'd like to try cooking with kale this week. Does anybody have an amazing kale recipe that doesn't make you, you know, run for the hills? And boom, you probably have a bunch of people who have something to contribute on that subject. And some people will be like, kale, bleh. And, you know, you can, huh. it could go in many directions, right? Yes. It could go in many directions, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yes. The, the, the conversation we're talking about. <laughs> Not the kale. <laughs> conversation. You know, I guess what I'm sitting here thinking about is, is we could do that, but is that the value? Is that the reason that people joined my community? I don't think that the answer necessarily matters, but it's something I have been thinking about is 
Why did they come here? Just because I said so? What did they expect to get when they got here? It's a closer connection to you rather than being on, you know, just a sc- you're on a screen and they're on the other side. It's to have the interaction and, and talk with you and uh, and have that closer connection. I, I think I think that's why everyone comes to it. Like a creators, if if a, a creator has got a community, I mean, I'm just thinking about communities that I've joined. It's because of wanting a closer connection with the person that I've grown to. Uh, no like and trust <laughs> for want of a better yeah. phrase no, but that right. is it isn't it it's it's you know it's it's to have that closer connection did you start streaming before you knew all of us or we all knew about you when you started is that right um streaming yes you all knew about me i had been coming to class for like six weeks maybe okay but you so you didn't do anything on your own before that you didn't have a little audience i was i was doing some out. recorded but i was little no i had nobody okay okay i was just curious but following up on what alex said yes people want to come in to get a closer connection with that particular creator, but they're not looking for just a the one way, right? So I think we put pressure on ourselves that, oh, I need to keep giving value and giving value and showing everybody how smart I am. And, and I do this all the time where I'm like, I, I need to make sure that this is the correct answer and everybody hears it and all that kind of stuff. And then I realize like, wait a minute, is it really all about me? It's about, everybody also being able to share and give into this place. That's where the really deep connections occur is when it's not just one to many, it's many to many. And it's little pockets of people who start getting to know each other. And yes, Dina, you have a question. (laughs) How do you get them to do that though? Because I don't think you're wrong. It's just, yeah. I think it's like Keely's saying is is drawing out, drawing out their skills and drawing out you know their opinions and then people do get to know the other people so then you do get to find out like oh i'm i'm in your community and i know that this person doesn't like kale <laughs> so you're finding out all that sort of stuff from <laughs> right yeah Here, here's from, an example of something i've done Here, here's an example of what i've done in fh empires occasionally if anybody spits out some identifying piece of information about themselves like hey they're a dev I'll say, oh my God, so-and-so is a dev and so-and-so is a dev. What? You're all devs. Do you all do the same stuff? And then they start forming their little community around the fact that there's a whole bunch of programmers that happen to be hanging in on FH umpires. And they might have a brief conversation about that, but then three weeks later, somebody will post a programming meme and all those same people are like, ha ha ha, that's dope. And now they've created a little side spoke of people who they know that they've got something else in common that they appreciate, they like, plus I know more about them. And I I can ask them questions about things that maybe aren't about umpire, but it'd be like, I'm having a problem with this thing, or I need to hire you. All these things become super useful. And that's what community is all about. So picking up on those tiny little details, some of our servers are at a such a, a, a small size that people aren't comfortable sharing a lot of personal information about themselves yet. They don't know just who's here and what do I want to talk about and what's okay to talk about and that sort of thing. As soon as people start breaking down that barrier because they feel like I can share, that's when those spokes and, and little subunits all start breaking out in a beautiful way. So does anybody, I think, I think I'm the only one who everybody in server, I actually know everybody in my community. I have some tie to them, whether it's like this through the fam, or I actually know them in IRL. It's very interesting because I feel like I, 
I am the center of that world. Finally, something I'm the center of now. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to be the center of the world. I want them to be the center of the world. So I've been thinking about the moments during my streams where I feel like people have connected over the chat. And I, I don't want to replicate that, but I want to be able to recognize those opportunities within that community. So for instance, um, some, a friend, a dog show friend came on for her first time and doc happened to be in the chat and they started talking, realized that they're from the same place. They they're from the same hood. So that was an immediate bond. And she still talks about, well, oh yeah, doc would know where that is, you know? So there's that, but how do you bring that kind of synergy into your community without being artificial, you know? I think that stuff just happens. It just happens. It just organically. I, just, I don't think there's any way to, to force it. Mm -hmm. D do a little bit of leading by example, you know, be okay with sharing a little bit about yourself, the right pieces. Right. So, you know, we can do some silly things in my server that stem from the fact that I am obsessed with Shit's Creek and Ted Lasso gifts and Everybody in the server knows that that's what I'm going to spit out every time. It's going to be, if it's general, it's Schist Creek. If it's something like I'm coaching them, it's, it's a mentoring thing. It's Ted Lasso every freaking time. And it's hilarious. And then they start spinning off on, oh, I haven't watched that show. And, and I, I'm doing something to show my character, my background, that isn't just lame, like this is the weather I'm experiencing. But, you know, hey, I start indoor hockey in you know, three weeks, I'm so jealous of all of you who get to keep playing outdoor, you know, and then suddenly off they go like, Oh, well, why are you playing indoor for six months? And that sort of thing. So we have to be willing to show our community members. It's safe for them to talk a bit about themselves and the ways in which we think that that's going to be a cool and fun. And it's got to start with us. But if we're closed off and we're quiet and we and we squash that kind of talk in a way with how we react, then that that makes it tough. Mm -hmm. We need some icebreakers. So Alec this had way we icebreakers on his list the other day. A list of, of what discussion starters, I guess, is what you call them. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so they were a mixture of um, uh, some of the of it would have been uh, you know like stream deck tips and things like that. So that is more that one way you know giving the information but hoping that it would spur something but then other ones of them were like something i've learned this week from uh from the podcast so what something i've learned and implemented from the podcast guest um yeah. to sort of put that out but what i hadn't got is what keely had said being really intentional about drawing out everyone else's expertise and you know asking meaningful questions not what are your goals for the week <laughs> what, what are you working on today but asking really yeah. meaningful stuff that could actually you know uh, get people's uh, you know input and it could be as simple as like i've just got off a call before now with somebody who like uh, a call about the roadcaster they were setting it up but they had some issue and it turns out it was just another defective roadcaster pro 2 um where wow. the usb one socket wasn't working so you know asking questions in the thing about you know hey has anyone else experienced this problem or stuff that i've got that you know those sort of things where you know, they would be conversation starters and somebody might say, oh yeah, I've, it's like exactly what Keely said, drawing out other people's knowledge and experience, basically. So what are you going to apply to, to discord for creators then Keely? Oh God. 
<laughs> well, th- this this actual conversation might be a great place to go because there are people in there who don't have communities. There are play- people in there who do. So I could be asking them, hey, what are people doing right now? You know, who, who in here has got a, a community that is doing pretty well? I'm looking for some tips. I'm looking for your best engagement things that you've done in the last month, the last three months, because I'd love to hear them. I'm looking for a little help. And then suddenly I'm meditating, meditating that, that that would be kind of funny. But that way, the people who have the expertise feel like I value what they have to say. And then those people in the community who are looking for the same kind of answers, they'll be like, oh, good. I didn't want to ask, but this is going to be very valuable for me. And that might help break down some of the you know, the walls that I've got in there. Mm-hmm. And also, like, as people may not be actually community owners, but um, owners, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the uh, people who are um, uh, just members, you know, what are your pet peeves about other people's communities and what's a turn off and what's working well in the one, you know, the, your favorite one? So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some of them where they've got f- far too many channels, like the example <laughs> from the other day. Um, <laughs> You know, that's that's a turn off for me is if there's just so much there, it's just information overload. I'm not going to be spending too much time there. Although having said that, if they've if they have got a load of information, I'm less likely to browse it, but I'm more likely to go in there and search knowing that it's in there somewhere. <laughs> so yeah. uh, there is that side of it, I suppose. But. Right. <laughs> the Discord inbox, though, is handy because you can quickly look at the whole server and see or your, all your servers and see what's there mm-hmm. that you want to look at or not. And you can just mm-hmm. check it off the list. I'll come off for pretty quick. Good job, Rich. You're absolutely right. I Great live on tip. that thing. It's awesome. Everybody good conversation. Good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was very, it was very you know, useful. We're going to end it here. And uh, thanks for listening. If you stayed with us this long, please be sure and leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about it. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media, Alec Johnson, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Dina Taylor, and me, Keely Dunn. Take care, y'all. See you next week.